All right, day 82, if you add up uh, the day since Joe Biden promised he wouldn't abandon Americans and their families and green card holders and our Afghan allies, that would be uh, day 95. And yet Joe has moved on. He's turned the page, as he likes to say all the time. Uh, Probably my favorite result is this truck driver, Ed Dunn, in New Jersey, beating the state Senate president, spending a whopping $153 on his campaign. Uh, I, I just love that story. And his name is Ed Durr. I'm sorry, not Dunn, Durr. Uh, if, you look at, if you look at my cut sheet, though, it says Dunn, just so you know. Just saying. This is an internal battle we have going on here. Anyway, not a big deal. But it's such a great story, and I love the idea of a citizen legislature and a citizen citizens in the senate you know i've often said that term limits are a bad idea because it takes away choices if you have a really good senator a really good congressman why should they be term limited out okay makes sense on paper unfortunately government has now forced us all to work so hard just to pay our bills and and they take their big cut of everything that a lot of people just don't have the time available to be as engaged as they want to be. But if we did term limit people out, it would be what I call a bad idea, probably whose time has come. You know, in in the House, you do two terms, you leave. In the Senate, one term, you leave. You know, because think about it. If you're in that position and you know you're not fighting for re-election, then you have an ability to, to govern in a way that never factors in the impact it might have on your future ambition or career. You serve your time, you go back into the general public, back to your business, back to your profession, whatever it happens to be. All the evidence now that is coming out is most Democrats have no clue what happened on Tuesday. The same with the mob and the media. Mob and the media is ignoring the fact that an African-American woman from Jamaica was an incredible life story who served in as a Marine for this country now became the first Lieutenant governor. I'm talking about Winsome Sears of the Commonwealth of Virginia or another minority is AG for the first time in the history of that state for the media to go out there and spin this, that race, 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 race is it's obscene. And I'll play this later on. We have a montage we put together of media mob people blaming race for the Virginia election results. Um, It's I'm kind of befuddled by it because it doesn't even make sense because just the opposite is happening with the Republican Party. I see a new Republican Party emerging. You know, Stephanie Cutter, who worked all those years with Hillary Clinton, saying, yeah, we, we can't let these Republicans become the party of parents. That scares her. Uh, Just like, for example, you know, think of 2016 and Donald Trump's historic victory. What what was it about that election? It was about fighting for the forgotten men and women of this country. And if you take out three years, extrapolate out three years of Donald Trump's presidency and the promises made, the promises kept cutting the bureaucracy, lowering the taxes, picking from a list of justices that have a conservative judicial philosophy and don't believe in judicial activism, uh, keeping that promise, 
building the border wall that he promised he would build, getting us to energy independence, which really impacted the economy in ways that we now understand more deeply because by abandoning energy independence, we see everything costs a fortune more. And it's disproportionately negatively impacting the poor and the middle class in this country. Thank you, Joe Biden. Um, Trump, better, freer, fairer trade deals that nobody thought maybe even to negotiate. NATO paying their fair share, keeping China, North Korea, Iran and, and Russia in check and and doing it in an environment where he is under a never ending assault uh, based on an entire lie put forth by the Democrats, and that is the, the Russia collusion narrative and lie. You know, with the new information that came out, we now know the FBI knew that Christopher Steele's subsource lied to the FBI in 2017, and they did nothing. The FBI set up Michael Flynn to push this phony Russia collusion narrative. Nobody's been held accountable. You know, 39-page indictment for this guy, Danchenko, stands out because it makes the linkage between the Clinton campaign lawyer op research uh, known as the Steele dossier used by the FBI in spite of never being able to affirm the, the veracity of it. As a matter of fact, it says at the, at the top of a FISA application you are attesting to it being true and accurate uh, and confirmed. And now we know it was a document that was full of lies that have now been debunked and that the FBI knew in even as early as 2016, late 2016, early 2017 from Steele's subsource. You know, if, if it says on the top of a document and you're pledging, you're putting your name to it, that you have confirmed everything in this in this document to be true before a FISA court, and then it's not true, that would be violating the law. But they used the Steele dossier to obtain surveillance warrants. Carter Page, spy on a candidate Trump, a transition team Trump, and then a president Trump. I mean, it's uh, is anybody ever going to be held accountable? I don't know, meaning the top people that were involved. But the indictment for Igor Danchenko... Uh, is deep and it's profound and you got to worry if you're team Clinton uh, maybe this now becomes the straw that breaks the camel's back and maybe Durham actually gets the job done finally Um, but it shines more light on who was really colluding with the Russians ahead of 2016 and using you know the same Russian lies uh, for three long years harassing a president of the United States that was duly elected you know, newsrooms, as uh, Rick Grinnell put out today, you know, protected Fiona Hill, allowed her to tell, you know, this phony narrative and further her career and and saying anything to climb the ladder. He knows her. And yet it all happened. And we were right the entire time. And everybody else in the media was wrong. Uh, but anyway, back to the results. So Democrats, they don't miss a beat. Immediately they come back. And don't expect Chuck Schumer to change. Don't expect Joe Biden to change. Don't expect Nancy Pelosi to change. Don't expect the squad to change because they're not. This is who they are. Radical, new, green deal, radical socialists. And now the question is, are there going to be some Democrats that fully, completely understand what happened Tuesday and act accordingly? Because now the House is right back at it 
trying to get as much money as they possibly can for their new Green Deal socialism. Now, part of what they've outlined today is tax hikes that they're now planning, you know, to to pay for the one point five or one point seven five trillion that they want to spend. Uh, Senate Democrats, by the way, Joe Biden apparently doesn't even know what his own Justice Department is doing. He was exposed by Peter Ducey. He had no idea. I never heard of this four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for illegal immigrants. He seemed to forget that his own Justice Department had a plan to pay four hundred and fifty grand to every illegal immigrant separated from their families as they were trying to enter this country illegally. And Republicans now have moved to block the four hundred and fifty thousand dollar payments to illegal immigrants. Um, Now we've got inflation and it looks like. Um, that it's not transitory, as they first said. The Federal Reserve now has, you know, tried to stick to that characterization, even as it continues to go on and on. Uh, Powell at the Fed, the federal chairman, Jerome Powell, suggesting inflation, this spike could last well into next year. I would argue even further. Uh, We have Obama's former auto czar saying Americans are losing purchasing power. All of this is self-induced by Biden, the supply chain issue included. Afghanistan, easily preventable. We could have easily extracted every American, every green card holder, every ally, all of that military equipment in March, April, May, June, July. And Joe Biden didn't lift a finger as the Taliban was taking over larger and larger geographical portions of Afghanistan. The disaster at the border, that didn't have to happen. You keep the stay in Mexico policy, you finish out the wall, and you, you don't bring back catch and release and make it even more lenient process and release. That would, have, that, that would have prevented that disaster. You know, getting rid of energy independence, this makes no sense to me. Because now for the third time after Joe Biden fell asleep, needed to be woken up by an aide, and after Joe Biden apologized for America in the Trump years leaving the Paris Accords, which is costing us billions of dollars and lets China and India be classified as developing nations and they don't pay next to anything. Um, Apologizing for that. Then he goes to beg OPEC and Russia to produce more oil. Now, if you're at a climate summit with over 400 private jets, um, why didn't maybe somebody think that with the new technology, especially developed and, and perfected during the age and era of COVID, maybe they could have Zoom called and saved the earth from all of those carbon emissions. And if you're going to produce a, a barrel of oil in the Middle East or in Russia or any other part of the globe, how is that any different for the planet if you created it here? Because no country uh, besides the United States has been able in the last five years to reduce the emission of carbon emissions to the lowest levels we've had in decades. That happened under Donald Trump, too. So now you pay more for every every time you fill up your gas tank and heat and cool your home and for every product you're about to buy. Joe Manchin even saying on gas prices, we should do more drilling and production in the U.S. I'm not depending on OPEC. For Joe Biden to get woken up by an aide only to go back and begging OPEC to produce oil, you have to explain to me how that doesn't have the exact same impact on the environment if we drilled the oil in a, for drilled for the oil in Alaska or Texas 
or Oklahoma? Because nobody can seem to answer that question. Um, so the Democrats are just back to what they were doing. It's, it's pretty interesting. AOC is blaming moderate Democrats for the election night disaster. I, I think that's great news. She's not going to change. Uh, Pelosi still doesn't have the votes to pass this Build Back Better New Green Deal socialism. That's good news. Uh, Pelosi saying the people have spoken, but we're not going to change our socialist agenda. I would interpret that pretty much to mean Pelosi to voters drop dead. We don't care what you think. Uh, the only one that spoke up and made some sense was somebody I've known for a long time and I actually like James Carville. I mean, he's crazy. His views are nuts, but he's not dumb. He's smart. And he said, you know, he was disgusted by Tuesday's results he goes on PBS's NewsHour with Judy Woodruff and said this defund the police lunacy, this take Abraham Lincoln's name off of schools. He says some of these people no, need to go to a woke detox center. They're expressing a language that people just don't use, and there is a backlash and a frustration all of that. Carville's not wrong, but James Carville's not going to be listened to, not by this radical Democratic Socialist Party. Anyway, a lot of angles we're going to get to. Media is still blaming racism for what happened on Tuesday, which is kind of hard to explain to me. Anyway, look, uh, I want you to protect your name, your identity, your reputation, your finances, and your credit score. And the way you do it is with LifeLock.com. Especially in this day and age, there's all of these COVID-19 scams out there. You know, phony promises of financial assistance to uh, fake access to vaccines, you name it. These identity thieves, they do everything they can to get your personal information. We're all putting our personal information at risk every day on the Internet. And LifeLock.com, that's why we need them. They see the threats that we'll miss on our own. They'll even scour the dark web to see if your personal information is for sale. If it is, you get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you get a dedicated restoration specialist to fix it for you. Anyway... Uh, it's a very inexpensive annual rate, LifeLock by Norton. And if you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code Hannity, today you save an additional 25% off your first year. If you want to protect your name and reputation, your finances, your credit score, 1-800-LIFELOCK, LifeLock.com, promo code Hannity.